Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Bring with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Jay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a four-hour ride here on this Bears Monday with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. You can watch the show and all the shows all day long here on this Bears Monday. Cap, the Bears and Ryan Poles have ended the mystery. We've been wondering for weeks what the Bears would do with that number one pick. And Poles has traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. I'm driving in this morning to get to do this show with you. Such a blessing with Shay, with Jay Moore, our great listeners. And I'm thinking to myself, it's 4.15 in the morning. I'm driving into my home city. I'm going to do this. And the Bears are freaking making moves that we're all going all in. Let's go. Let's go. Let's build this thing, not like a house of cards, which we've seen before. Let's build this thing with a strong foundation. That starts with trading the number one pick for a haul. Oh, need to address the wide receiver room? Check. We need to get a pick of the top ten? Check. I need a 2024 first-round pick? Check. Hoodie. Game on, man. Game on. New era Bears football. Yeah, the Panthers give the Bears the number nine overall, the second pick, which is 61 overall, the first round pick in 2024, the second round pick in 2025, and wide receiver D.J. Moore. Um, Let's go back to our conversation this past Thursday, a little bit, I think, on Friday as well, as far as the Bears, quote-unquote, kicking the can down the road, meaning that, Hey, let's take care of the now, but also let's take care of the future. It's exactly what Ryan Poles did as a general manager for this team. He was able to address the wide receiver room. Look back at what Philadelphia did. They gave up multiple picks to go get A.J. Brown. Hell of a trade, hell of a football player. We addressed our need for a wide receiver one and got picks for doing it. You were not drafting a quarterback. There is no Trevor Lawrence. There is no Joe Burrow in this draft. If there was, we might be having a different discussion. The fact is there isn't. So you were able to get a number one wide receiver, add a ton of draft capital, and then today's the start of legal tampering. Do you get a Mike McGlinchey? It sure sounds like he might be headed this way. Are you able to go get Bobby Okariki? The uh, linebacker sure sounds like he may be headed this way. I was reading an article late last night where he was talking about how much he loves playing for Matt Eberflus because Flus was his D.C. in Indianapolis. Do you go add a running back? Uh, David Montgomery's going to test free agency. I don't know exactly where Ryan Pohl's going to spend his money. He's not going to go insane. I'd love to see Draymond Jones here. 
from Denver, a three technique inside. Not sure that that's going to happen. We'll see. But I'm just excited, man, that they're going to build this thing and we've got picks to do it. Well, I think my thoughts when I saw the deal initially was, well, DJ Moore is here and he's head and shoulders above anyone else on offense for the Bears. Head and shoulders above everybody. You think about this. This is what you call trading at the top shelf. Because if, and it's a big IF, if Moore can do what Stephon Diggs does for Josh Allen or what A.J. Brown does for Jalen Hurts or what Tyreek Hill does for Tua, then that's a massive swing in momentum for the Bears offensively, without question. So when you think about what we see in the depth chart now, and Cap and I look at the depth chart every day, and it's never changing. You're looking for talent, and the talent never changes because we're not at free agency yet. We're not at the uh, draft just as of yet. But think about what the Bears had to deal with last year. And this is why you know that the fix was in. You want to get to this position right now where you can be able to get the number one pick and do what Poles did. Just get a score of draft picks along with a difference maker like D.J. Moore. Last year, you're talking about E.Q. St. Brown. You're talking about Nikhil Harry and, and Byron Pringle and Dante Pettis, Vallis Jones and Claypool. When D.J. Moore on the team, we're talking about a guy with back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons between 2019 and 2021. Now, we throw Darnell Mooney in that mix, and now you look at it and you say, okay, Darnell Mooney, now you're on the clock. Just like the Bears on the clock, now you're on the clock. Because Correct. now, look at what you have here. And it's again, we have to see what it looks like what's on the field. With Moore and Mooney and, and Claypool and Komet, that's serviceable, more than serviceable, because more shines brightly than anybody else on offense. So we talk about pillars all the time on this show, right? Mm-hmm. Difference makers. Who are you going to build your team around? Here's DJ Moore, one of those pillars. I'll call it right now because of his experience. Look at the resume. We'd, be, we'd love to see a 1,000-yard receiver on a regular basis around here. And now you have one in DJ Moore. That's a step in the right direction. So where does this wide receiver room fit? For the Bears. Where does it fit? Is in the division. Is Minnesota still the best? Probably. Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, T.J. Hawkinson. Pretty good receiving core right there. Where is this Bears one? It's certainly markedly better. D.J. Moore, Claypool, Mooney, Komet. Well, it's last. And the reason why it's last is because you need to have time. Well, you need time to throw the ball, don't you? You do. Okay, so that's why it's last. This is what we talk about building incrementally. You don't go from getting DJ Moore to being, now you're one of the top wide receiving cores in the NFC. No, it doesn't work that way. Because just like Apollos has been telling us, brick by, by brick, incrementally, you're trying to build this thing towards something. So you need an offensive line. You still have issues there. That's got to be the first thing he addresses at 11 a.m. this morning when he could legally tamper. Now, do I think that they haven't spoken to agents for the last two months? When we get to the tampering period, here's what I can do. Done. McGlinchey's a local kid, kind of, Notre Dame. Uh, they could get him, plug and play him at right tackle. You've got Braxton Jones training with Olin Krutz, trying to get himself stronger and get himself in that mindset to be a killer at left tackle. You're still going to have to draft another offensive lineman. And then you've got to address your defense. Got to get a linebacker. You got to get another corner. You need at least three defensive linemen. At least. 
This is when you're trying to build towards something, though. DJ Moore is a huge step in the right direction huge, for the offense. Huge boost. But yet you need the quarterback to be able to get him the ball. And you can look at all the numbers you want from last year. Again, this is a different situation here. Justin Fields should, should have probably slept better than we did last night, knowing that, and I got DJ Moore now, maybe a healthy Mooney, commence coming into his own. Good night. Moves it and pulls the, the blanket over. Probably right. feels good this morning knowing that I got a guy. Not just a guy. I got a difference maker, a weapon on offense. Something that the Bears have missed for a long time here. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm also just celebrating what the Bears did, though, Cap, because, you know, this could have happened on draft night. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Poles already had in his mind, probably when we talked to him in Indianapolis, probably had in his mind, like, okay, whatever the best deal is. Anybody else have a good deal? Caroline's offered me this. Hello, Seattle. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? Sound like Indy tried to make that move as well. Texans, anything? Arizona? Seattle going once, going twice? Sold to the Carolina Panthers. And, and think about the haul that they got, though, Cap. I mean, for me, the first thing I look at is at nine, you'll get what you want. You could have got what you want at one, too, but it's, better, it's best to let the quarterbacks pass, and then you get what you want at nine. And I think you're right. He's either going to be offensive lineman or defensive lineman. But then from there, just along with that deal, you got a number one wide receiver. Correct. Who does that? Bears did that. That's hot. And so this is why all these weeks that Cap and I have been talking for between 7 and 10, why the number one pick means so much. You control the draft. You have the number one pick. Everyone wants it. And now you got the best deal for it. Now it sounds like that the Panthers may be willing to trade out of number one and go down either two or three. They may have their eyes on a quarterback that they think is still going to be there so they can recoup a lot of the capital that they gave up to go get the number one pick. It's cliche, but this is one of those deals that helps both teams. Yeah, what is Sonny Weaver Jr. running the Panthers, Shay? I mean, that's. It is. The, it did, like when I saw the tweet that they are going to trade out of the number one pick potentially because they're not sure which quarterback they want, I immediately thought this is the most draft day thing I've ever seen in the real life NFL. Trading up to number one to trade out of it. I thought Cap was, must have been having like a, like a, 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 a adult dream. At seeing draft day play out in real life. Yes. A wet dream, for sure. No question. Oh, but, but I, again, but it works for both teams, though. All right, enough, Jim. That's, 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 that's pretty wet. Nonetheless, I will just tell you, Cap, that for Carolina, they're in, in, they're in good shape because they're not ready to win yet either. Correct. New head coach, you fired Matt Rule, and you're trying to figure out, okay, who's going to be the quarterback for the next decade for us? New ownership, just everything's fresh there. So, yes, did they pay through the nose for it? But that's what shopping at the top shelf means, Cap. You have the number one pick, and you get a number one wide receiver out of it, and the picks, as we talked about, kicking the can down the road, and for today. That's, I mean, that's great for Ryan Poles. I'm, I'm overjoyed that the Bears were able to make a move. There a move a of, lot of, 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 of circumstance. A lot of people around the league... Everything I've read, and I called my buddy I went to college with who scouts in the league, and I said, what do you think? He goes, hey, man, tip your cap. I told you they were going to get a lot. They got even more than I thought. He said, to get a number one wide receiver and all the picks you got, Ryan Poles did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. Just for my NFL buddies, I got three texts that said the same thing. Dot, 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 and DJ Moore? 
Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the wide receiver. And yet we have fans who. I don't think we got enough. Are you out of your mind? They won the trade and they won it in a big way. Now they have to execute with the picks. That's the key. And Ryan Poles said as much with us. Hey, whatever we do, we have to pick the right players or it doesn't matter. Period. Coming up next, we'll hear from Adam Schefter, who covers the NFL for ESPN. He'll give his thoughts about DJ Moore and what the Bears could do at nine. The Bears kickstarted the offseason Friday by trading the number one pick. Give us one word to describe your reaction to it. So, Shane, let's open the phone lines here this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. One word to describe your reaction to the Bears making this move as they trade the number one pick for a lot, of, and I mean a lot, from the Carolina Panthers. We'll get your reaction coming up next, as well as Adam Schefter, Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Checkmate 1-6, suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome into this Bears Monday on the home of the Bears ESPN 1000 along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you here on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show starting at 5 and now he is, we, we are at 6 o'clock. Don't forget, we're going to hear from Courtney Cronin coming up at our next hour. Also, the great Alex Brown will be part of our program as well. But at 8 o'clock every day, we do this little thing called Shot of No Shot. We're going to give you a little sample of what it sounds like here with the great Shay Norling. Shay? It's brought to you by the Club Hawthorne mobile wagering app. Check out the Club Hawthorne betting bars, the points bet sports book. They are the sponsor of Shot or No Shot. Let's snore it up. Here's Snorling. All right, boys. Going to be a lot of bears here in shot or no shot. I want to get started because, I mean, they traded the number one pick to Carolina, and that's just where we're going to start. But I want to talk about the Carolina side of things, which we haven't done as much in our first hour. Here's a recent history of teams that traded into the top five to select a quarterback, which is what the Panthers did. The Eagles... Uh, went up to get Carson Wentz. They went 7-9 and nine the following year and picked 12th. The Rams went up to get Jared Goff. Hey. They went 4-12 and 12 and picked 5th. And the Bears went up to get Mitchell Trubisky. They went 5-11 and 11 and they picked 8th in the draft the following season. Shot or no shot? Carolina just gave the Bears a top 8 pick next season. That's a shot. Absolute shot. Now they're in a bad division. They could as easily win that division has finished dead last. So we're cheering for every loss they get to get the Bears as high a pick as they can. Can you imagine if you got the number one pick next year yes. without your own bad record? Absolutely, and Poles would trade it. Um, so <laughs> try to get more picks. Or take Caleb Williams to trade Justin. One of those two. Things. I mean, that's still, I mean, you say that, you laugh, that could be a possibility because we'll get into it, but I mean, DJ Moore's on the team. You gonna pull up and, and be three three and fourteen again? I mean, anything could happen. No, I'm saying no. Carolina is no, no. But I, but the point is though is that saying that the Bears would get a new quarterback in here in, in after the twenty four season, twenty three after twenty three season, season yeah. is uh, in the cards. Oh if, God! If the Bears are still underachieving, if the Bears go five and twelve, they're probably picking Caleb Williams at the top of the draft mm-hmm. with those two picks. Let's let's think about that. So, we'll see. So give the give the question again. 
Shay? Uh, shot or no shot, Carolina gave the Bears a top eight pick next season. Yeah, that's a shot. There's no question about that. That is a, a shot. Absolutely. And again, just just locked in on the NFC South just for a second. So my prediction is, is that the Saints will be the class of that just by default because I think Derek Carr can be able to raise the level for the Saints to a certain level. You would think. W- will they be better than 7-10? and 10? I, I would say yes. I would take the over of the seven point, uh, seven wins there in that spot. Tampa's rebuilding. It sounds like Baker Mayfield might be their choice at quarterback. So are the Falcons. Good luck with that. The Falcons are they're a decent unit without a quarterback. Okay, so I would say, yeah, they're going. I would say the Panthers would probably be third or fourth in that division in the NFC South. So that could put the Bears in a good spot. First round pick in twenty twenty four. Boy, I'd love for that to be the top five. Oh, man. i love for that to be a top five pick because, again, that just gets the Bears continuing to roll with young assets. That's so important for this team. Agree. Shay. I just want a big picture this quickly. When you think about the Bears having the number one pick in the NFL draft for the first time in seven decades and then kickstarting the NFL offseason by trading it ahead of free agency opening, shot or no shot, this is the most exciting offseason in Chicago Bears history. Oh, that's a shot. A sh- Absolutely. Name me one that would be more exciting. I can't think of one. You were excited what? about Maserati, Mitch, because you had a, you know that the Bears are going to get a quarterback. You just didn't know whom. Yes, but not to this level. All these picks, all of them, and we have Justin. Yeah, this is by far the most exciting offseason in my lifetime that I can remember. Maybe somebody will correct me and give me one that, that I'm missing. But even when they went and got Khalil Mack, that wasn't really the offseason. It was... Two weeks before the season started. However, it was, here we go with Khalil Mack. Correct. Top 10 player in the league. Correct. When do the Bears do that? Not not just on the defensive side of the football. I was overjoyed by that because I said, boy, that solidifies your defense for the next decade until come to find out that he was a part-time player because he was hurt so often. He had hurt a lot. That first year, he was great. Remember that game, the first game of the season? First game is a bear for him. Yeah. In Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Bears were up, what, 20 to nothing at the half? Something like that. He got a strip sack. He got a pick six. It was like, oh, my goodness. Who is this dude? He's ours? It just never quite got there. Shay. All right, uh, with the Bears... Shot. Shot. Well, the Bears managed to get back a first next year an additional second-round pick in 2025. As it stands, they will not have a selection in this draft between picks 9 and 54. We talked a lot about how you couldn't go from 1 into the 60s, but that's 45 spots between picks. Shot or no shot? Poles is not done moving in this draft. That's a shot. There's something else up his sleeve, and I don't know what it is. He will be on the phone between now and the draft to be able to do more says, I did this. I moved one. I, I'm down to nine. Now I'm able to get 61 overall. I got a first-round pick at 24. I got a second-round pick at 25. And DJ Moore? Hmm. It's like me wagging my fingers over the donuts saying, hmm, don't mind if I do. I think the same thing with Ryan Poles. Hmm. I think I want to do more. Let me ask you a question. What if somebody calls him at nine that Will Levis or Anthony Richardson probably aren't there, but Let's assume there's one of the quarterbacks on the board still. Patrick Mahomes was there at 10. And they said, we want to come up and get the quarterback. We'll give you next year's number one. 
does he trade completely out of the first round if the deal makes sense? In 24? No, no. This draft. This draft. There's one of the quarterbacks sitting there, Richardson or Levis. Yeah. And somebody calls, like Kansas City did in 17 to get Mahomes at 10. They came from 27 or 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. And somebody calls him and says, I want 9. I need to get a quarterback. I'll give you late 20s or I'll give you my second round pick and I'll give you next year's number one. Does he do it? I don't think he does, but I'm not going to say that it's out of the realm of possibility. I don't think he does, though. I think he looks, he covets someone on the offensive line or defensive line that will be there at nine. Because, all right, you moved out of one. You're at nine. You can get the player that you want, the rookie that you want in that spot. You move down too much, Gap. Start moving the checker pieces around. Now you're out of position to get a top 10 player. And I think that, aside from the quarterbacks, I think that he can be able to find the guy that he wants at nine. Jalen Carter or whomever. The kid from Texas Tech, is he going to be there at nine? No chance. Okay, well. So that's the guy I love. Tyree Wilson, Mm -hmm. great player. Um, I'm curious that if somebody wants to come up to get a quarterback, they see somebody sitting there, all right, I'll trade you for the pick. Mm-hmm. I'll give you next year's number one and the year after it's number one. Does Ryan Poles go, okay, it's yours. <laughs> wow. That would be that would be unbelievable. Like, it would have to be such a home run to hit the pause button on 23. Mm. I don't know, Cap. All of a sudden, he's got four number one picks next year. His, the Panthers, and whatever other deal he made. That would be insane. I think he could snooker someone out of some other picks for the future. I need to stay at nine for me because I need to have that difference maker. Again, that could be Carter at nine. You turn, you turn a blind eye to someone that could help you out for you know five to ten years on that defensive line? I don't know. I feel like there's something else that's going to happen. I just don't know what. It's a great question. Great question. Shay. Okay. All right, let's talk a little DJ Moore. The Bears finally have a number one receiver. Here, here's some numbers for you. In his five seasons with the Panthers, he has 364 catches, 5,201 yards, and 21 touchdowns. I'm going to contextualize that a little bit. That's one fewer catch, 1,000 more yards, and only nine fewer touchdowns than Stephon Diggs had his first five seasons in the NFL. Diggs, we know, got sent to Buffalo got a quarterback, became a top-five receiver. Shot or no shot, like Diggs, D.J. Moore can become a top receiver in the NFL. Uh, he said can. That's a shot. Will is a different story. Because this is all about the development of Justin Fields in an offensive line, too, Cap. I'm throwing the offensive line in that conversation time and time again because it is important. I understand you're not going to have an iron gate in front of Justin Fields anytime soon. Even Joe Burrow with Cincinnati has got you know a a very sketchy offensive line over the last few years. They got the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line, mm-hmm. but yet Burrow's ability to get the ball down the field and connect to his weapons has made the Bengals a perennial playoff team. Now, what about the Bears? So where where do you have just uh, DJ Moore ranked? In the NFL, I'm looking at one of the Pro Football Network did a whole a breakdown. breakdown. Yeah, 
What number do you think they had him? They they ranked thirty one to thirty. Uh, probably fifteen. Shay, where did they have him? I would say. Just look over, look over his shoulder if you want the answer. Well, yeah, I could do that. I would say inside, inside the top 20. I don't know if he's top 15. 27th. Good. That's ridiculous. They have him 27th. Yeah, so do, so do you buy in that cap? You read that. I now, think he's higher believe. than that. I have him like 17. I have him right in the middle of the pack. But do you know what that is, too? That's a guy, he played with the corpse of Cam Newton. He played with Sam Darnold. He played with Baker Mayfield. He is ne- P.J. Walker. He's never had a quarterback throwing him the football, and he plays in a market nobody cares about. Nobody watches Carolina Panthers football. So this right. is, you see a guy at all 27. Right. That's terrible. It's true. All right. Now, now, all right. Let's not do that. Now, now here's the point. Dude, but you know what I mean? How often are the Panthers the 425 game of the week? People watch <laughs> Justin Jefferson. People watch Stephon Diggs. The Panthers all aren't right. getting the big national game. They're on regional television. Well, this is where people put him low because they haven't watched him play. Shay, let's, let's just make this point then. Let me just help. I'll, I'll help your point by saying this. Because of the quarterbacks you just laid out, and he still was able to give you a couple of thousand-yard uh, receiving seasons, that says a lot for him. No question. So the guy really liked him. He's small. He's six feet. If he was six five, oh my god! Mm-hmm. They, here, I'll just give you the top guys. Can he be that with Justin? I hope so. Justin Jefferson one, Tyreek Hill two, Diggs three, AJ Brown four, Devonte Adams five, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins. Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, Devontae Smith, DK Metcalf. That's the top 12. Okay. You're telling me he can't be as good as Tyler Lockett? I'm telling you you're wrong. Of course he can. Of course he can. But this will all be proven by what the Bears do with their offense. DJ Moore is a big part of what they've been able to do in this deal. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. How about the line? And how about the development of Justin Fields? That's the key. No matter who's sending you messages or who's sending me messages about Justin Fields and saying, well, there's a ceiling on his success, well, F that. I'm not going to be a dream killer. I saw too much of him in college to believe that this is the best you can get. You're, you are, by design, losing to be in this position that we're talking. There's a Bears Monday because of the path that the Bears have taken. The reason why we're doing the show is because Ryan Pohl says, we're going to level this franchise. We're going to take it down to the studs. That's what we're going to do. And so for those that are supposedly town evaluators, Cap, that look at Justin Fields and say, well, I wasn't impressed. Well, no blank you weren't impressed. Look at the team. I wasn't impressed either. Horrible. But again, you'll, you'll take the rushing yards and what he could do despite no offensive line and very, very few weapons. Correct. I'll take it. Now, they also have to figure out running back, and I know everyone devalues running back until you hand the ball to the guy who's not very good. You're like, oh, you got to get a better running game. I'm curious what we do there. Has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime? We're on here at 614. We want to get your thoughts. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Bears fans, on this Bears Monday, we're wondering from you, has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime for the Bears? The Bears have traded out the number one slot. They have the number nine overall and more. We'll talk about that and also hear from Adam Schefter, his thoughts about the Bears. But your call's next on this Bears Monday on Cap and Jay Hood. Today's headlines with Kevin J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship, defeating Penn State at the United Center yesterday by the score of 67 to 65. A scheduled oddity for the Bulls. 
who won't play until Wednesday after a win over the Rockets on Saturday night. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for a play-in slot with 14 games remaining. Hey, back to the NCAA March Madness Tournament. I want to let you know that Northwestern will take on Boise State on Thursday at 635 in Sacramento and a 7-10 matchup, while Illinois will take on Arkansas and Des Moines. That's Thursday at 3.30. March Madness in this big week on ESPN 1000 is brought to you by the Gateway Foundation. Also, Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl cornerback, who's traded to the Miami Dolphins for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Also, the Washington Commanders avoided having Darren Payne under uh, playing under the franchise tag in 2023. The Pro Bowler became the highest-paid defensive tackle in history, not named Aaron Donald. Jay Moore. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Keep your beak out of this. Courtney Cronin, National Chicago Bears reporter for ESPN. I think you have to temper expectations if you are a Bears fan, just given everything that this team had to kind of undo. Breaking down the Bears and the latest NFL storylines. Team transcendent quarterback Ross is not this guy. You know, he's very legacy conscious. He wanted to go to Denver and build something and win a Super Bowl there. Courtney Cronin with Kevin J. Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 5,200 receiving yards in five seasons for DJ Moore. Moore would already be the Bears' all-time leader at the wide receiver position as you're listening to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget, we got Chatter now. No shot coming up at 8 o'clock. But now, now let's go to the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Courtney Cronin covers the Bears for ESPN and ESPN.com. She joins us here on Cap and J Hood. Good morning, Courtney. Morning, guys. How are you? We're well, thank you. Double C. Double C. Good morning. We're ready to go. Good. Want to find ready out? Ready for that legal tampering window to open? Haven't you just been waiting for it with bated breath? Yes. I'm, I'm all. I'm all for the tampering. That is, that is for sure. Uh, so let's ask the question that Cap and I have asked this morning to our listeners, and that is your initial reaction, your one-word reaction to the Bears making this deal with Carolina. When you first saw it come across, you thought? Great. I think that's an easy way to sum it up because this was the scenario Ryan Foles wanted to play out. When he talked to us at, uh, at the Combine two weeks ago today, he said there was a way that he thought he could get this done before free agency that would benefit the team because it would give them a more clear path towards what they want to do in free agency and then the draft. And I think that some people looked at it and that was skepticism just with, you know, hmm, can you actually get that done before free agency? Because typically you don't see a big change in the draft order. At least we haven't involving the number one overall pick and with other draft picks until maybe two weeks from where we stand today because teams want to get through free agency to see how their priorities change after that. And there there could be a case that you would argue that maybe the draft pick would have re- yielded a higher return maybe after the draft or after free agency as teams are getting ready towards the draft. But I think that this is a Bears team that was dead set on improving that receiver room. And to know that DJ Moore may or may not have been available at a later date uh, was probably a driving force on this. But to get four draft picks for this, you know, two for right now, the first rounder at nine, 61, and then the first rounder next year and a second round pick in 2025, I think Poles did exactly what he set out to do. And, you know, 
in in the hall came a receiver who automatically upgrades your wide receiver room and becomes your wide receiver one for Justin Fields. So looking at where the Bears are now at nine, and I don't think that they're going to break the bank today and spend every dollar and go, oh boy, the credit card's eh, you're completely maxed. I don't think so. But I do think maybe Mike McGlinchey, maybe Jawan Taylor, maybe they get the linebacker out of Indianapolis. I think they're going to do some things. Do you think there will be a quarterback on the board at nine where Washington or someone calls and says, all right, I'll give you my second round pick. Let me move up. It's a good point because if it, if at nine they're looking at the offensive line or potentially a Jalen Carter, let's just keep his name in the mix here because we don't know how far he's going to fall, they're going to have to weigh what would it cost us to move back a couple more spots. Washington's a great example of a team that needs a quarterback. Apparently they're not getting in on Lamar Jackson. I'll believe that when I see what he lands somewhere. Um, all these teams saying they're coming out and not going to try to get him. But regardless, there's going to be some team – drafting in the teens looking to move up and I know right now all the mocks have it have these four quarterbacks gone in the top 10 we've seen that happen in mock drafts of years past and that typically doesn't always play out there that way there's always a guy that falls I mean you can look back to the 2021 draft when there were five quarterbacks taken in the top 15 by the time we were at free agency that year we expected all five to be gone by you know eight which never pans out but I think depending upon what they're able to do in free agency, that's obviously going to dictate how far they can move back again, but I wouldn't rule it out because if you can address the interior pass rusher in in the next couple days or so, whether it is a Draymond Jones uh, from Denver, I don't know if Javon Hargrave is too expensive or out of their range, but I mean, Jones is a name that's been floating around. Um, The Okereke kid from from Indianapolis has the ties naturally to Matt Eberflus, so you'd be able to shore up that linebacker spot. And then even if they were to get into the mix for offensive tackles, uh, whether it's Mike McGlinchey, whether it's Orlando Brown, maybe even looking elsewhere along the offensive line with Caleb McGrary, if you can address some of those spots and be comfortable with where your roster stands in free agency cap, then yeah, you could look at that and say, all right, we're good moving back another spot into you know, a little further down the draft, and then maybe being able to recoup that gap that they have right now that currently stands between 9 and 53 with, you know, if you were to throw out Washington, getting their second-round pick, which would put you, I believe, they're, um, you know, just in the high 40s. And so that would give you a little bit more wiggle room for what you were doing on day two. Courtney Cronin with us here on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's, let's circle back to Jalen Carter because when the news came out about Jalen Carter, the first thing I thought, Courtney, was, well, he won't be, at least I don't think he's going to be top three in the draft. And I see some mocks that have him as low as nine. I'm just wondering, I mean, the Bears need a lot still. Even after this deal uh, with Carolina, they still need a lot. I'm wondering if Jalen Carter is on the board for, for the Bears. What, what would that be like? I mean, this is the time now that they have to vet the information that came out about Jalen Carter and the arrest and like what you know what happened that night and all of that. And so they have the time to know is a top ten pick too much to spend for him. And I mean, on Friday I was texting with a scout I know in the NFC East, and I was asking, well, do you think like that's a spot that the Bears would draft him? And I said, where would you draft? He said, no, I wouldn't use a top ten pick on him. There is more coming out. 
and I think that's still too high. And I was told, you know, from this person with a team that, you know, did pretty well last year that their evaluation on him would probably not be until the mid-teens. Now, everybody's going to be looking at this information differently. Everybody's going to have different priorities of what you, of who you can bring into the locker room and, and what you want, you know, your culture to be. Like, I, I think for the talent standpoint alone, if we're just talking about on the field, if he's there at nine and the Bears have not addressed the three-technique position in free agency – then you can put yourself in the in the shoes of Ryan Poles and say, okay, you have a tough decision to make, but can they put him in a spot where he can be insulated and none of these issues from you know his college days will be an issue now? That's a tough call to make because Ryan Poles just pulled off a legacy-altering move by making the trade for the number one overall pick. You don't want to dampen any of that by bringing in a player who might not fit the standard of what you want elsewhere. But certainly if we're just talking from a football perspective, you know, if he's there at nine, he's certainly more than talented enough to be there at nine. I just think that he might actually fall further because of some of the things that um, we're hearing, you know, behind the scenes that teams are evaluating and weighing whether the talent outweighs the other stuff that happened. Real quick, running back David Montgomery is going to test free agency. The Bears have said we'd like to get him back. Do you think he's back in a Bears uniform? You know, just given the way the free agent market has played out so far, where Josh Jacobs gets the tag, Saquon Barkley gets the tag, and we know where David Montgomery was, like eighth in receiving and rushing yards last year. Um, you know, not at the top of the lot, like top of the line of the free agent backs, but certainly one who can, um, you know, make an impact. I actually, I think the Bears are going to give him a very competitive, team-friendly deal. But if he wants to test out free agency. And if there's a spot, I don't know, Buffalo seems like they need to upgrade their running back room quite a bit. I don't know if somebody's going to be overpaying for Montgomery, so I think it's a safer bet to think at this point that he is back in Chicago uh, as one of the core pieces of this team on a team-friendly deal. Courtney, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a great is, day. Uh, Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears for ESPN ESPN.com on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the car accident. Caller 10, regular line, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. You have a chance to be part of the biggest party of the year. The 25th anniversary celebration for ESPN 1000 will take place on Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. You can get tickets at uh, LiveNation.com or search ESPN Chicago. We'll take caller 10 if you can answer this question. Give us the name of the ESPN 1000 morning show before KJM that started at 5 a.m. The name of the ESPN 1000 morning show that aired uh, at 5 a.m. before KJM took the slot. If you know the answer to the name of that show, call or 10. You get right into the party on March 24th. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. We'll take more of your phone calls. Shout or no shot coming up at 8 o'clock. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. All right. Here's today's All right. headline with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship 67-65 over Penn State. The tournament seating is set. Northwestern will take on Boise State on Thursday at 635 in Sacramento in a 7-10 matchup, while nine-seeded Illinois will take on Arkansas and Des Moines. That'll be Thursday at 330. Both teams are in the West region. Also... A scheduled oddity for the Bulls. The Bulls won't play until Wednesday. They beat the Rockets on Saturday night. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for a play-in slot with 14 games remaining. The Commanders avoiding having Darren Payne under the franchise tag in 2023. 
Pro Bowler became the highest paid defensive tackle in history. And Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl cornerback, was traded yesterday to the Miami Dolphins for a third round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Uh, Jay Moore. Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. When Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. Now, Alex Brown. Alex Brown, you see him number 96. Nine-year NFL veteran. This is how they win. And bear for life. Their defense does everything for them. Joins Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Bless you. Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's go now to the Car X Tired Auto Hotline. Yeah. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call the Car X man. The great Alex Brown joins us here on That's a, fi- that's that's a, a fine. fine on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How are you? What do you mean, how are you? Man, you know how we're doing, man. You saw what the Bears did. You know, I know how we're doing. I know. I know I'm fantastic. I'm so happy right now. I'm great. I'm great. What was your initial reaction when you found out that the Bears made this move with the Panthers? What were you thinking? My initial reaction was like, damn. Like, we we, we didn't get enough, you know? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. This is why. Hold on. This is why. Because I wanted to trade twice, right, to get down to where we're at right now. But then I love DJ Moore. So... I think he's a great addition, and when I started to feel out what this was about, what the trade was about, I thought in the beginning, let's trade down to four, then trade back to seven or nine. Now we got even more, but just one big swoop down there. You pick up a guy like DJ Moore. You pick up what quite possibly could be a top five pick next year on top of whatever first-round pick we have of our own next year. I mean, you like I, I said it. The second Lovey Smith did Chicago a very, very nice, solid. I said it then. This could be a uh, franchise-altering move, and I think we have the draft capital to do that. Now we just got to hit a few doubles, maybe a triple. If we hit a home run here, we're going to be in business. So I was in Vegas a week ago with my wife mm-hmm. and my brother and sister-in-law. We're playing blackjack. And this guy, you mind if I sit down? Yeah. He sits down. Turns out he's an NFL coach, assistant. Mm-hmm. He's on, in Vegas for a few days of R&R. Where are you from? Chicago. I said, uh, what do you think of Justin Fields? He goes, no. What do you mean, no? He said, hey, he doesn't process well enough in the pocket. Blah, 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 blah. This is a huge year for him. We'll see what they surround him with. I said, Who's the best quarterback in the draft? We're sitting with the number one pick at this point. He said, it's not close. It's Anthony Richardson of the University of Florida. Very raw. So you need a veteran to play for a year in front of him. But he said, his gifts are special. Anthony Richardson is the guy. You said that last September to me, and I mocked you. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I I saw, and and you're sitting up here, and you're giving this guy credit. For something that I told you, eight I gave prior. you credit, hoodie. Back me up. I said, "Boy, AB said that like eight months ago." I told you. I mean, he is a special talent, but so is Lamar. So is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a special talent, 
And there is that's what it boils down to. <clears throat> After he becomes that superstar, if in fact he does become it, are you going to pay him? Because a lot of his game is running. And in this league, Michael Vick, they broke his leg. You know, they yeah. stop you from running. Yeah. They, they're not going to allow you to just run like crazy. So it's, it's, it, if you're going to pay him, I think we're in the same situation with, uh, with Justin. If Justin can't learn to throw the ball from the pocket, we're going to be in, a, in that same situation with him in a year, a year, year and a half, where we got to make a decision if we're going to pay our quarterback $200 million plus if he's predominantly a running type quarterback. I, I think Justin has the tools to be that dude, to be able to do both. Um, I sure hope so. And now we have the draft capital to surround him with a lot of talent, um, very similar to what the Eagles did. Now will we get the same result? I sure hope so, but we don't know. The great Alex Brown with us here on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 on this Bears Monday. Alex, we want to want you to hear from Adam Schefter, who was on with Peggy and Dion on Saturday. And because mm-hmm. there's a possibility at nine, the Bears could be looking at Jalen Carter. Listen. I think uh, there's a real chance he's going to be there for them. And they're going to have to do the work on him and spend some time. And I know that they'll be at his pro day watching him closely, uh, meeting with him. And once they do that, they can make the decision about what they want to do. But, yeah, uh, he'll be a guy that's in consideration uh, for that number nine spot, and it wouldn't surprise me if you were there. Alex, as you well know, in your neck of the woods, Jalen Carter was booked uh, mm-hmm. on misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing after he turned himself into the Athens-Clark County Police. Two people died mm-hmm. in that, um, that drag race that they had. And so here's... Without question, a player before this came out that was going to be, I think, top three, at worst top four, he could be there at nine. Is it worth it for the Bears to pick him up? Do you think that they should draft him, knowing what you know now? Well, first of all, it's a very, very unfortunate incident, and uh, my prayers go out to the families that have been affected by this situation. Um, With Carter, see, I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. Just because you're the best or one of the top defensive tackles in this particular draft, I don't think he's Tommy Harris. You know, I, I don't think he's that type of talent. I don't think he is as good as Tommy um, was when he came out. And I think you can get a another piece, whether that's protection for Justin, or you can get a kid like Njigba, for Justin, and I think we can pick up Breesey, their three technique out of uh, out of Clemson. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to move back into the later part of that first round to pick up him, now think about that. Do you want Jalen Carter, or would you be okay with walking away with Njigba and Breesey from Clemson? See, I'd be okay with the latter. Um, I think um, Jalen Carter. I think he. I think he will be there. Uh, we don't know how this is going to play out. Um, you know how the NFL is. They're gonna, they're the police, right? They're gonna feel like, hey, you know what? We we have to do something. We have to say something about this. So, in my opinion, I think he will have to face that board, and he will get some type of um, uh, disciplinary action for that. Uh, what that's gonna be, I don't know. I don't. But I just, I I would rather have another offensive piece. Um, Skaronsky, uh, the kid from Northwestern, and 
uh, Breesy, I would love to walk away with something like that. Offensive lineman, D-tackle, um, receiver, D-tackle. I don't necessarily think you have to take Jalen Carter at nine. A.B., we appreciate all the knowledge, man. Who's Florida got in the tournament this weekend? Um, we're. Oh. You know what? I don't know, man. We in the NIT, Jeez. man. I don't know. Florida I basketball, know. Florida football. Jeez. Hey, but I will say this. But I will say this. That um, my Florida Gators, the last time we won the NIT, so if we go and win it, we went back-to-back the next two years winning the NCAA tournament. So uh, just watch out. If we win the NIT, watch out, world. My Florida Gators are back. Yes, and we know what NIT stands for, not in tournament. <laughs> exactly. Thank the, you very much. No interest tournament. <laughs> yeah, Have a I'm great day, I'm man. Nothing. Best to carry. We love you. Yeah, all right, baby. Love y'all, man. See ya. Not in tournament, Alex. <laughs> Alex Proud with us here on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Not in tournament. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Huh? Coming up next, I'm on pins and needles, Cap. You know why? Spring training. Oh, God. Part two. Smart. We're going to have Danny Zetterman, the director of content in for spring trading. Look out, everybody. Come to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESP1000. Watch our reactions. Next.